Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. Uh, we have a, an email from Anonymous here. The subject is, is guessing really random? Message says, I was thinking about the situation where I narrow down to two answers. I'm assuming that one of them is the correct answer. Do I really have a 50% chance of guessing the answer? Uh, I would presume, yes, you do. My thoughts are, one, the correct answer was written to be chosen when someone correctly understood the passage slash game and or question correctly. It is designed to feel right when you get the click. Two, the wrong answer was written by an expert to be attractive to someone who didn't understand the passage or game and or question correctly. It is designed to feel right when you didn't get the click. Since obviously I didn't fully understand something due to my being able to un being unable to spot the correct answer, I would think I'm more likely to pick the wrong answer than the correct one. Therefore, would it be a good idea when you find yourself in this situation to randomly guess rather than picking the one that feels right? Or should I trust my intuition and just pick the one that seems the most correct instead? I mean, there's another strategy here that Anonymous doesn't mention, which is the George Costanza strategy of do the opposite. So you get to <laughs> you, you, you get to a 50-50 and you're like, well, I'm missing something here. I'm leaning toward that one. But since I'm Costanza and I'm an idiot, I'll do the other one. And yeah. um, <laughs> so of those three strategies, what do you think would be the best strategy here? Well, wait. I thought you were going to mention a fourth strategy and that is actually to figure that shit out. <laughs> yeah. Stop and read. Yeah. Like, I don't like this idea of coming up with a strategy for guessing when you're down to two, when you're down to two, yeah. you've done you're some almost work. I thought there. This, yeah. I thought this email was actually going to be about the, the questions you never even look at. Like is guessing really random? No, what actually happens is, with, this is yeah. about once you're in the weeds, it's like, okay, well, if you're in the weeds, let's figure this shit out. And, huh, if you've done that and you've done all the work and you're still stuck between two, then I want you to go with what you think is correct. Yeah. And you're going to want right, you to like, double. I don't want you to game this. I want you no. to figure out, do your best shot. And you're going to be wrong, right like 75% of the time. Yeah. And if you're wrong, then you learn from it. And if you're right, then you start to build that like, oh, okay, I really was understanding it. I just yeah. need to see why. Yeah. I want to double down on this advice that you need to you need to continue working on that question and figure that shit out. Yeah. You, lawyers don't take 50 50s. Lawyers figure that shit out. I've said this so many times, but it definitely needs to be said again. Narrowing it down to a 50 50 isn't really that valuable. Narrowing it That's down what to most a 50 people do. Yeah. But you did you did half the work and you're going to get paid half the salary and in a real way, right? You're, yeah. you're going to get half a point for that question. You're going to get it right half the time. You're going to get it wrong half the time. An economist says you're getting half a point for that question when you accept that 50, 50, but that's really pretty shitty because you were going to get a one out of five, right? It from completely randomly guessing. So you didn't spend any time on it whatsoever. You randomly guessed on it. You still get it right. 20% of the time you get two tenths of a point. If you randomly guess on a question, if you 50, 50 guess on a question, you only get five tenths of a point. So you did all this work to get three tenths more of a point. Yep. But if you did a little bit more work, you might go from half a point all the way up to a full point. And yeah, so 
it's more valuable to solve that one, right? Like turning a 50 50 into I figured it out yeah. is way more valuable than narrowing it down to a 50 50 in the first place. Yeah, it's almost twice as valuable. So, yeah, you've done two minutes worth of work to get yourself to that 50 50. That's not great. But now if you spend another minute on it or another two minutes on it, you might actually solve it and get it right, which is a way more valuable use of your time than the first two minutes that got it to the 50 50 in the first place. Well, not only in that very moment, but also for everything that's going to follow from here on out, you're teaching yourself how to solve the question in the absence of knowing what the right answer is. Right. When you get to the end of the test and then you say, oh, what's the right? Oh, I got it wrong. What was the right answer? And then you figure it out. Well, that's great. That's the only thing you can do at that point. But how much value are you getting out of that process by having someone else tell you what the answer is? And then you figure it out versus you don't know anything and you solve it. That's a huge win for like so many things that are going to come after that. A thousand percent, Ben. And I think you actually just got to the main difference, like the main difference between us at LSAT Demon and everyone else is that we are teaching you how to actually solve these questions instead of letting you have these bullshit guessing strategies Mm -hmm. like That's why we get the transformative improvement in people. Yeah, I think is because I've never thought about it really that way until just right now. But if you develop that skill on this one question of, you know what, I'm going to ignore the sunk cost of the two minutes that I've already spent. I'm going to ignore the idea of finishing this section. I'm going to take more time and solve this question so that I can get a full point instead of a half a point. The magic happens when you solve that one and then realize that the LSAT is solvable. Mm-hmm. That's another way of saying exactly what you just said, Ben. But yeah, you, no, you just right. kind of blew my mind where it's like, oh, yeah, because <laughs> we're we're teaching you to fish, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, you're yeah. like you're like, well, I'm going to get half a fish, but, you know, how can I slightly increase my chances of getting the full fish, you know, so that I get my expectation up to 60% of a fish. And I'm like, no, I want to teach you how to fish. Cause it's not just about this question. It's about the next one too. Yep. Yeah. I, I just want to go back and tell you anonymous that you're, I just don't think you should even settle for these 50 fifties. Like it's not okay. And it's not like, well, I know it's one of these and I have to keep moving. I have to get to the end of the section. So I have to accept this this half-assed guess mm-hmm. no you got to figure it out you might as well figure it out now because if you don't figure it out now you're going to have to figure it out in your review and then you're, you're figuring it out with help so you don't know how right. much you actually did on your own that's and that's what we were just talking about i, I do remember the one thing I, I was thinking and that is sometimes new students get excited because they start getting their answers down to two answers. They pick the wrong answer, but they're like, Hey, I was down to two. And the one I didn't pick turned out to be correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I always want to say to them is, Hey, look around you. Everyone else is in that exact same situation. Everyone has gotten it down to two and they're struggling between those two. So that's not an achievement. The real achievement is getting it down to one. And 
it's much better to get it down to one on five of the questions than to get it down to two on 10 of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like we could show you the math on that. It's, yeah. it's, it's simple. I mean, the, the math is I can do it in my head right now. If you do five of them and get them all right and randomly guess on the next five, well, you got the first five right and then you get one out of the next five. So you get six points out of 10. Yep. Six and if you ten. get if you get to a 50 50 on 10 questions, then you're going to get five of those. Right. So that's five out of 10. Pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's not even it's not even limited to that because it's yeah. also limited to the next question. Like no, it's also number 11. Yeah. Is like you're going to be better equipped to solve number 11 if you were carefully solving all the questions along the way. Yeah. Thanks for writing in. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. Yeah.